everybody and welcome back to the Sideline Eye podcast. You're very welcome to our preview show and we're looking ahead at round three of the Senior Championship and this is the final round of the group stages. It's all knockout football from here on in. I'm delighted to be joined once again by Mark Beatty. And just before we start, a quick shout out to Capture Athletic and thank them for coming on board as our official podcast sponsor for the duration of the club championship. Mark, another big weekend coming in, as I say, it's the, the final round of the group stages. It's all knockout from here on in. There's It's pretty much knockout for some teams this week. There's a, there's a lot in the line for nearly everybody. Yeah, um, some teams, it's basically a knockout match for everybody because the teams at the top, you know, Clonard and Rain Moore, they're going to win, you know, hopefully win win their group and, and uh, then that gets a lot of teams to be hoping for that week week's break to try and clear up any niggly injuries and just work on a few things and just gives them that wee bit of time to, to work on their, their next game. Uh, and then also for the teams at the bottom, most of the teams that are playing each other are sitting Peters, the Greens, whoever wins that. You know, if the Greens can get a win there, it'll knock the Peters out and, and, and Greens Cup. So there's a lot of teams with, most teams basically they've all got something to play for, which is it's it's going to make it really interesting, exciting sort of last match, you know. Um, few results last weekend that went sort of against um, our predictions um, have have changed things up a bit. So there's in a couple of groups, there's maybe two or three teams can sort of hit the top spot as well as um, you know, uh, it could end up in the bottom in the bottom position and go out, you know. Yeah, so we'll start with that with Friday night as usual. We'll go through. Um, all the games as they come. So Friday night, there's Cross McGlynn and Mullabon on Friday night in Cross McGlynn and Clannagale and Sarsfields on Friday night as well. It's on live and on TV. Both games thrown in at the same time, 6.45. Basically in this group, it's Mullabon are gone. They were knocked out last week. And Cross and Clannagale, they're both on three points and Sarsfields have two. So pretty much Cross McGlynn are in the pole position since they play Mullabon, who have nothing to play for to top the group. But um, I think everybody can still top their group. Sarsfields would need Mullabon to do them a massive favour and they'd need to win their own, own game. But it's it's going to take a lot of work out of all these groups, Mark, when it comes down to it. But I suppose starting with Cross and Mullabon, um, as I mentioned, Mullabon are out of the championship. They still have to fulfil the fixture. They have to go to Cross McGlynn. It's, it's just an unfortunate situation for Mullabon having led at halftime against Sarsfield by six, led by eight last week, that they now find themselves out of the championship. It just, it's, I'm sure they're kicking themselves. Yeah, they're bound to be. Uh, say, I've seen the, seen the Sarsfield game, eight points up. You know, it was there for them to go and win the game. They didn't do it. And then basically repeated itself again at the weekend against the Clans, where they were eight points up. Um, looked like they were in control of the match. But again, Clans kicked on, Mullabon didn't respond, and, and now they find themselves out of it. Basically, all Mullabon's to play for is a bit of local pride. They're, they're going to cross Midland. You know, the last thing they want to be going to do and, and come away with just a real heavy defeat, you know. So it's it's just about pride now for them to go and, and to, to give a performance. And if they do get in front or they get themselves in a good position, just to try and, you know, just basically get the best result that they possibly can and, and, and just show a bit of character and a bit of fight. That, that's all they can hope for, you know. On the cross, on the other hand, they'll they'll be gunning the you know to get a knock up a big score line and hopefully uh go through as as, as leaders as, as as said earlier to try and get that week's break and, and work on a few things and get a few players back. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a big thing getting the, the top spot mark in it because you mentioned there's a there's a few weeks breaks in it. You get to see everybody else play, and they all have to play an extra game. So that's Cross McLean's main motivation, you would imagine, on Friday night. That's that's, that that's, that's, that's it. That's Cross's goal. They they they'll they'll want to they'll want to win the group and uh, the with Mullabon if, if they don't go out and sort of show a bit of pride and, and a bit of character then you know the cross will they'll do a job on them and they'll, they'll rack up a big score so um Mullabon don't want that to happen and um at the same time cross will want to put up a big score line the, the sort of the scoring difference is probably going to come in that here so uh yeah that's that's the best that Mullabon can hope for is just can keep the score sort of down and, and be competitive the whole way through and, and Cross will just be looking to win by as many as possible to, to see themselves through in first place. Clowns and Sarsfields, obviously Clowns, they had that opening day draw, the sort of smash and grab draw against Cross the first day, come back from eight down at half time to win by four against Mullabon. You'd imagine confidence and belief and everything in that, in that changing room is just sky high at the minute, Mark? Sky high, yeah. Um, As we spoke about last week, we... Asked the question, we knew the clans would get up for big games, big teams. They they'll get up for it. They they'll be ready for it, uh, and they'll they'll produce a performance. The big question was, were they going to respond? How were they going to back it up with, with an all good performance the following week? But in some cases, people have said the first half, Nasi Mullabon getting getting the lead and all up. It looked it looked like they weren't, but as you said, the confidence high in that in that change room. They've come in at half time and they've. The, you know the, the leaders have stood up and they've come out. O'Neill again, supposedly absolutely fantastic. McPartland, uh, Soup, the whole lot of them. You know they're, they're they're a team on the up and and the confidence is just getting better and bigger every single game. And uh, it was a great win for them. You know and and again they've set themselves now in a position. You know if they can rack up a big scoreline against um Sourcefields and maybe Mullabon can keep the game tight. You know who knows here, like who knows, and with the confidence sky high in in the clans, if they, if they can get a ahead of the Sourcefields, who knows what what they can do? You know they'll believe they'll believe that they can beat the Sourcefields by as many as the cross beat them by. You know that's that's the type of confidence that'll be in it'll be in the clans change room. Like. With Sourcefields, as you mentioned, they're coming off. I think it was thirteen points cross beat them by. Um, but this is probably a different sort of game for them. They were heavy underdogs and um, coming into that cross game. But taking on the clans, that bit of a derby feel to it as well, Mark. Maybe maybe it comes into the equation. It does. Too. It does. Basically, the clans and sources have always had a major rivalry for whatever uh, reason. They just maybe going back the, the two teams maybe in the nineties and stuff like that would have been very close. You know, sources won their championship and uh, the clans would always been in there winning them and and, and close to them. You know, so there's, there's maybe been a bit of rivalry. It's always been there a wee bit of history between them. Um, a few feisty battles have happened as well between the two of them, but more so in Trasna, where where the Sorcerers would believe that they would definitely get a win. They seem to think that they have a wee hoodoo over the clans when it when it comes to the clans going down to Trasna. But in David Park, I think it just changes it a wee bit. Uh, I think the clans will um will definitely, as as we've already said, the confidence up. They'll totally believe they're going to win this game, and uh. Uh, personally, I think that they will. I think that, that they're just in a better place at the moment, you know, and uh, I think this this is a real good chance for them to, I, I don't know about winning by the 13 points, but I think they should be comfortable winners. And the fact that Mullabon's out of it, Mark, does it take away a bit of bite from that game? That The fact that, you know, neither team can crash out in every other game, 
you know, the, the well, bottom two you're playing off or to avoid that bottom place? I think I think I think naturally that in the back of the sorcery's heads, they'll know that no matter what, that they're getting an all game and, and they're gonna have a chance. But I think because it's uh it's the clans, I think that will 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 change it for the source fields. You know, that that'll make them you just a bit of local pride and you know they they'll they'll they want to go out and they want to get a result against them. Um maybe in other groups that if it was that case and and teams it might it might be that, but I just think in this group that, that changes it uh slightly because just without rivalry and and, and the sorcery's going to clans, they, they'll they'll want to do a number on them, you know. So I think we're going crossing clans here for this one, Mark. We yeah, started predictions yeah. and somebody's going to let us down, but sure. Yeah. Um the it's something to talk about during the week for them teams, I suppose. Yeah. Um moving on then Saturday, we have Group A and it's Cleve and Bally McNabb at four fifteen. That one's live on Arma TV. And then with Drummond T and Mahari at the same time. Um that's in Drummond T. We'll start with the Cleveland Bally McNabb game, I suppose, Mark. Um, two teams coming in at different angles, I suppose. Bally mm-hmm. McNabb coming in off the high of their, their big win over um, Drummond T last week. Well, Clevy just defeated by Mahari somewhat surprisingly, I suppose. We did say and we have said over the last couple of weeks how difficult a place Mahari is to go, but we felt Clevy would have been too strong for them. So Clevy going to come in here with a point to prove and they can still reach that top spot as well. Yeah, no, Kalevi. To be fair to Kalevi, at the way it was, it was at the game, and uh, I thought it was a, a good, intense, real hard hitting match. Um, and Macri were a lot better organized, a lot more intensity they brought to the game, you know, uh, last weekend. So Kalevi were coming in, maybe full of confidence, getting a real good win, no local derby against Drummond Hay. Um, maybe got him, I'm not saying complacent, but you know, we're going into that game feeling that they were one of the top teams and that they were going to do a number on on, on Mockery, but, you know, they they really, they responded to the, the week before. And this has happened with a, a few teams, as we know, over last weekend, where teams that didn't perform the week before have came out fighting and really put up a performance. And Mockery set up uh, sort of defensively and, and, and once they broke Kalibi down, they went away in the break and they... Uh, once Kalibi sort of entered the, the Mockery forward line, they just couldn't they just couldn't break them tackles, you know, the men back in numbers and and they just and they were snatching at shots and I think it was a total of fifteen or sixteen wides in the game. So that's what Tommy and James is gonna to have to be looking at, you know, for this weekend and, and moving forward. They're gonna to have to find another forward, you know, in um O'Hanlon just had a quieter game than he had the week before. O'Neill was good, but still wasn't threatening going, you know, as an attacking way. Um, so they're, they're just going to need to try and find somebody else or just get the ball. And I heard Tommy loads of times on the line just roaring to get the ball in quicker. And I, I think that's what they need to do. You know, sometimes they're just slowing it up and it sort of suited Mockery last weekend. So, uh, yeah, Kalibi have all the play for it, but um, and they'll nasty be looking top spot if they, they genuinely believe they are the contenders that a lot of people think they are. Um, so this, and this is a perfect match for them because as you know, and uh, you know, Bally McNabb is uh, one of the top contenders now. I'm sure that you're definitely going to tell me after last weekend. So, um, you know, it's a big game, big, big game for, for Kalibi to, to, to prove a point because I do think after last weekend, Bally McNabb have moved himself up a wee notch there. 
Do you think will this be a more open game, Mark? Because obviously you were saying about Mahari getting a lot of men behind the ball. The way Bally McNabar with you know Jack Rugan, Kieran Hughes, Gavin McParnell up front, Roy Grugan too as well. So I forgot about him. Um, they don't really maybe flood the defense as much as Mahari would. So will that suit Clevey a wee bit better if there if there's more space there? I think it will. I think it will. Um, it could lead to a more open game because Bally McNabb. They're, they're, you know, moving the ball very quickly. As you said, the forward line that they have, you, you want to get the ball into that forward line very, very quickly because they're going to do serious damage. Um, Calivia, in, in saying that, also have a, they're sort of naturally defensive. They seem to be naturally defensive. And I think that's something, as we spoke about a couple of weeks ago, that Tommy and all are trying to move them a wee bit quicker. But I think by McNabb, Wide open pitch, I think, yeah, it will lead to a more responsive sort of exciting, exciting game. You know, um, it's it should be a really good game to be honest. Sorry, it's in Kalevi. That game's actually in Kalevi, so yeah. it's a big, you know, it'll suit them down the ground too, like being at home, like. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, that that'll be a very interesting game, you know. And, and if Bally McNabb can go there and get a win, they they seriously are putting themselves up there as one of the top teams because it was it was a mighty performance last weekend. I think these two, they're two of the only teams, and I should have really done my research here before saying this, but I think they're two of the only teams that have not conceded a goal yet. And just off the top of my head, I don't think St. Peter's have either. Um, there's possibly Madden as well there haven't conceded a goal, but mm-hmm. um, I suppose we're saying about it's going to be more open on both teams. Um, like the attack, but the defensive shape has obviously been working out well too when yeah. they haven't conceded any goals. Yeah, absolutely. As I said, Kalibi, there's a natural defensive side them that they just have has been ingrained in them in this last eight, nine, ten years. They just seem to have, have, have been quite defensive. So that's always there, and they're always going to be hard to get through and get goals against. Um, and saying that, Bally McNabb, I, I think the, the two matches to date, um, you know, I don't think Mark put enough up to them in the first game. They, they look they never looked like really scoring goals. Um and I think same again at the weekend against Drummond T. Um but you've still got strong, you know, Camden and the legs in there, they're always going to be hard to sort of break down. Um but the the, the key to Polly McNabb is if they've got the ball up at the eye end of the field, you know, they have the right man up there that's that's going to get them scores and and, and keep the ball up there and and, and very Grugan, he just knows how once he gets on the ball, he knows how to keep the ball, he knows when to move it quick. And uh, it's you no know, two two teams that are are of a body McNabb especially at the moment, I think, are a team going in the right direction, you know. So this this is gonna be a tough game. Eh? It's gonna be a tough one for Kaliba. And who do you see coming out on top? Mark, everybody knows who I'm gonna tip, but who who do you who do you see winning? Um <laughs> this is the one I think it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tight one, but on, on Bally McNabb's performance last weekend, I think I'm going to go with Bally McNabb. I think I'm going to go with his. So, yeah, uh, two, they produced the, the first week they played well against Mockery, and last weekend they were very impressive. Very impressive. So, I think I'm going to. Sorry for this, Tommy and James, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's Bally McNabb this week. <laughs> I'll not disagree with you. Um, and then Joe and Mockery, obviously. Playing Drummond it's must win. They have to win if they're beat, they're out of the championship. If they do win, they'll be level on points with Mahari on two points apiece. And they'll hope that Bally McNabb do them a favour, which would bring K 
Flavy in into it on being on two points as well. So if Bally McNabb win and Joe Monte win, then there's three teams on two points. So it's we're gonna definitely need our calculators out on Saturday. I think, I think if Kalevi if Kalevi was to win that, I think then it would put and and John Monte win they would go ahead on, on a head to head, would they not? Would they not go soon the head to head maybe? Possibly, I don't know. I haven't worked that out. Yeah, they would. They would be in the yeah. same points as Bahrain and then go through yeah. in the head to head. So, so both, think, both things. So, it's all, so it a lot to play for. Yeah. 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 Um, but Drummond T was one of the teams from the week before, didn't come out fighting and didn't improve. You know, so where they're at at the moment um, is sort of, you know, they're, they're, they need this, they need this. Give a performance against Mockery, but um, just over the last two weeks now, they they have been one of the, you know, you expected a whole lot more from a team that got promoted into Division One A, and I know Bally McNabb were good, but we have to ask, you know, where was Drummond T at? How poor was Drummond T as well? You know, so um, I can't see anything here. Only uh, after Mockery's performance last weekend, I can't see anything else. Only a Mockery Mockery win here. I know they're going to Drummond T, but. Um, I was I was impressed by Mahri at the weekend. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Mahri there as well. I just think Drummond Tee did I think they're missing four guaranteed starters nearly against Bonnie McNabb and I'm not sure if, if the six day turnaround does them any favours. Um possibly the rumor mill suggests that Ben Crayley's gonna be home, but can't confirm that at the minute when we're recording. So um yeah, I think we're gonna go for Mahri there with that one. Um and that'll take us into Sunday then. Mark with four more games on Sunday. Um, Madden take on the Harps. This in the Athletic Grounds at 4pm on Sunday. And then you have Silverbridge and Shane O'Neill's then Group C as well. And that'll be live on TG4. So Madden and the Harps. Madden, a lot of injuries too, Mark. And I think that's just the... Every team just seems to have yeah. a few injuries at the minute. No Niall Grimley yet. Darren McMullen didn't play. Nell Smith and Peter Lappin only come on against Shane O'Neill's last week. But Madden had enough to, to get through by a point. While the Harps, they such a sucker punch for them, I'm sure. That's over bridge game last week. Nobody's seen it coming. We definitely didn't. No. So again, two teams coming in here, just Madden looking to just get the win, whatever, by a point or however they can get it to get through to the quarterfinals. While the Harps, they're going to have a point to prove once again, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I think Madden, out of all the teams that you know, we talked about, about the week's break, I think Madden will be the team that will really be looking to get two points here to get that, you know, an extra week here to get two or three of them players back. Even the guys coming on and stuff like that, because the game was so tight, I think Madden risk, you know, took the risk with them. Um, I think they just want to get over the line here, get another week or two, get them three or four. Maybe by that stage, I think Niall's not going to be that far away come if they were to get to the quarterfinal. Now, that'll... And that's going be a massive boost, but where is he at regarding how much game times he got and, and stuff like that? Uh, but it was a it was a real tight, tight game for Madden at the weekend. Um, one that the, the, they got through. Um, but Shane O'Neill's give them a give them a real a real fright. Um but they've got themselves in the position now. They've got themselves in the positions, they're sitting on four points, and uh, it's all the play for for them. And I think they'll really be gunning to get the two points here to get that week's break. Harps on the other hand, they they told me uh, through the spawner that works for us last week. Now they they did not perform at all. Uh, just basically what we spoke about Silverbridge the week before. Where was their leaders? 
you know, nobody stood up for them. Um, it was just a really, really poor performance by 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 the Harps, you know. Um, and not saying some of played well and all the rest, but it was poor, very, very poor. And you know, they'll have to ask again, just like some of the other teams the week before. Serious questions will be asked them. Serious questions will be asked of their character. You know, what are they going to what are they going to come out and show this weekend? And you know, Harps being the Harps, you'd like to think they're going to come out fighting and, and give Madden all the want, you know. I think the fact that the game's in the athletic grounds too, Mark, it brings like a a bigger championship feel yeah, to it, yeah, nearly. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's, it's well, maybe, it, it, it maybe it, suits it, the Harps that don't have to go to Madden too. It, it, it really will suit, suit the Harps. This, this is ideal for them, you know, um, just down the road. And, you know, we all, everyone wants to play in the athletic grounds. It's a great venue to play in. Um, so it just adds it all, you know. But uh, still, on, on on the back of how the, the performed last Friday nights, you know, coming and getting up for this game is going to be a big one for the Harps. And and you know, the management, the Armagh Harps management, is really has a lot of work to do this week to, to get them right and mentally right because they, they took an awful beating in, in Abbey Park, and that's something that you don't normally expect to see with the Harps. You know, you know, no matter what sort of team they have out, so. Uh, Big questions have been asked to the Harps and it's, you know, time for them to answer them this weekend against Madden, you know. Do you think will the mark or do you see Madden getting two points here? On, based on that performance last week, uh, with, and, and with a fight and the grip that Madden's showed already in the first two matches, not overly impressed, you know, performance-wise, but but they're showing the fight that Madden has and, and they'll always bring that to the table and I think they'll bring it to this weekend. I think yeah, the Madden will get over the line. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Madden as well. I think they've um the better forwards basically when it comes down to it. I think they'll get over the line. Um, and in the same group then Silverbridge and Shane O'Neill's again, Shane O'Neill's like a lot of teams they they're fighting for their lives here. Mm-hmm. Um, if they lose, they're gone from the championship. And as I say, this game is live on TG Four as well for anybody that won't make it. Um, Silverbridge, we talk about the clowns, what it's like in the clowns changing room at the moment. I'm sure that Silverbridge changing room was great crack last last Friday night, Mark. The, the confidence and everything is bound to be just brimming. I would say so. And if the Harps respond the way um what I said, uh, what's the Silverbridge are sorry, if the Harps respond the way I give the verdict on Silverbridge last week, you know, I'll maybe change that again. I think the Harps will win. But uh no, Silverbridge is unbelievable. The the change in performance from one week to the next. Um, you know. Murphy and the forward line, it was just a man's like, but all over the field, it just, it just from the week before, we knew sort of leaderless, as I said, but this week it was just leaders everywhere and going forward. And every time they went forward, they looked like they were going to score. Yeah, uh, but that's down to how poor maybe the harp scores and stuff like that. But, um, really, really impressed by them, like, really impressed. Not they showed you know a team that had just won a league, they, they showed a team that was coming full of confidence. Of winning, of winning their their league, there won't be, you know. Uh, but Harry now to the back that up the, again, a bit like the clans against the cross. They've got to go this weekend and and go to Shane or yeah, they're they're at there no, they're at home to Shane O'Neill. home, yeah. So they're at home, and after the, the first week of not um, performing at home, there's so much for them to play for. Notly to get another two points, to be at home, not to put in a performance like they did against Madden. So. And and also just to back up their performance of last weekend. So, yeah, it's it's uh, Silverbridge is in a good place from from the week before. 
who Shane O'Neill's um last week probably disappointed they didn't get something from the Madden game on the night night feel that they should have got at least a point. But um I'm not sure if Kieran Mackin's gonna be back for them, not Greg McCabe. So seemed to play a couple of different positions. I think he was full mm-hmm. forward at times and moved out the field then as well. So they're gonna come, as I said, fighting for their lives and they're gonna really try to put it up Silver Bridge here. They are, and, and I'll tell you last week, I've seen most of the game last weekend, they, they were fighting for their lives against Madden as well. You know, they, they, they were right in that game. Like, that game could have went anyway. Uh, Connor Grimley got on a couple of real good balls at the end and, and sort of just to get them, you know, picked out the right passes, a couple of points, and uh, was well impressed, as you said earlier, about the Madden's forward line and stuff. Um that sort of just got mad over the lane, maybe a wee bit more experience. But but in saying that Shane and Aids there were fighting for every ball, you know. Uh, just just couldn't get the scores at the end just to get themselves a point or two ahead or or even to get that to get that leveler. Uh, so the Silver Braves aren't going to get anything easy against Shane and Aids. And if, if Mackin was back, it would it would just add it all again. They would, they would, they would be right at them, you know. I think it, it could be a real tight game, you know, because they've got something to play for and you know, it's not this as again. It's a it's a derby game as such. You know, uh, so yeah, Shane O'Neill, Silver Braves aren't going to get anything easy against Shane O'Neill, That's for sure. This is going to be a this is going to be a tight game. But I think we're we're both still going to go with Silver Braves, aren't we, Mark? We can't well, we can't uh, go yeah. against them. I can't now, go obviously. against Silver Braves the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in Silver Braves to win the championship now, so they don't they don't make a show of us like they did last week. Yeah. Um, but then into Sunday evening, then the last two games of the weekend, St. Peter's on the Grange um, at 6.15 and Clannard and Greymore at the same time. Um, two big games come to Lurgan to finish off the, the round-robin series of the championship. Um, I suppose we'll start with St. Peter's and the Grange. Mark, again, Grange fighting for the lives. St. Peter's, they have a point after the draw on Greymore last week. So both teams know if they lost here, they're, they're going out of the championship. Yeah, this this is a real championship game here. Like you know, it's it's a do or die for both teams. Whoever wins goes through, and whoever loses is out. Um, you know, the both teams. I spoke about this again last week. Was was how teams responded. You know, both these teams responded with real fight and real character, and you knew it was in both teams. Um, the Greens gave it anyway the week before to the Greens to give them all they wanted, but again at the weekend. I, I was impressed by them against Clonarn. Uh, really, after the first five or ten minutes, um, they got a you know the right that the men on Turbot and they tried to take different players, you know, double mark different players and and, and done done a number in some of our boys. But uh, and so I, I was fairly impressed by them. Um, St. Peter's on the other hand, you know, they they've went into that Green Moor game. They've kept the game tight. They've um. It was Friday, I think it was three all or something at half time. Three two, I think it was the Graham Moore. Three two. And, and and then as the game moved in this it opened up a bit and both teams went at it. And again, St. Peter's they done what they had to do, you know, after the performance that they put in the week before, they came back, they showed a lot of character, a lot of fight in them, and some good football as well. Now McConville got himself more involved in the game, got a good few scores. Um McCavigan, as I said. These boys are leaders, like they they will go out and, and, and they'll they'll fight tooth and nail for to get the Peters over the line. Um so it's a real good point for them. Unfortunately, the Greens 
they had they've, they've nothing to show for all all their their endeavors so far. You know, because they they fought hard against Graham Moore, they fought hard against us, but unfortunately for them, they they've come out the wrong side of it. But nothing would surprise me if the Greens got over the line on Sunday. You know, um, but home advantage I think is going to play a, maybe a a part here for St Peter's. I was thinking about myself, Mark, actually having watched it. I was at Grange and Planner last week and Planner got a goal and three or four points in the first 10 minutes, which, mm-hmm. you know, there was always that five or six point gap yeah. nearly between the teams. Yeah. If they hadn't, they got a goal after maybe it was 10 or 15 yeah, seconds. Yeah, yeah. If, if it didn't happen and the game was two or three points, maybe, you know, I'd give Grange a better chance. But I think Grange coming into this one, just thought they were... They're the heart and the fight they showed last week, and you know they're going to have to show that this week again coming into Peters. I think they possibly could be causing upset. I think I'm going to go with them just to to buck the trend because our predictions won't work out as we predicted them. It won't work out as easy as that. I'm so. going to go with the Greens. Greens, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm only doing. I'm going with St. Peters. <laughs> I go with the Greens just to try to mix it up a bit this yeah, week. Yeah. Um, then the final one, Clannern and Graham Moore. It's one of the games of the weekend. Probably is the biggest game of the weekend. Um, saying it's the league champions against last year's um, beaten finalists. It's on the line again. Winner takes all, really. Whoever wins this goes top of the table and goes through to the quarterfinal. Um, Graham Moore missing a lot of men. Mark and I had their manager on the um, podcast last week. The two O'Neill brothers, Jason and Owen, are both out for the year. Darren Kiar is their subkeeper now. He can't. He has to retire from playing out the field on Ross Finns in Canada at the minute. So they're missing a lot of key men. While Flannery, they were the same last week, missing Barry McCambridge, Ryan Owens, Ryan Henderson. So um, I think Flannery have a better chance of being full out this week than than Graham Moore will. Yeah, well, well you'd, you'd imagine that. Um, uh, I mean, Ryan Owens also was missing last weekend. Uh, Daggy Levin was missing. You know, so we we had a brave number of players out but I think what it did show for Clan Arm was that we have a strength in depth you know we have, we have a lot of players there and really to be fair to him has been rotating that squad all year so he wouldn't have been not not see you, you want to you want to be full tilt all the time but he wouldn't have been overly concerned that you know with some of the players he had to use last weekend and you've seen the likes of Declan Malm you know got the goal after you know 20 seconds or so had a real good game last week so you, you have these fellas here that you know, you're, you're always hearing about the turbos and the, you know, the Barrys and the TKs and all this, but there's an awful lot of players there. Adam Kelly as well. There's another one had a real good game, you know, so it was good to get them boys full games and, and for them to sort of carry the can a bit, you know, as well. So that, that, that would have been impressive. Really would have been impressed by that. But at the same time, as you said, the Greens, only for that goal at the start, who knows what way that game could have went because Greens had a couple of opportunities and, and, and could have got in on goal and stuff. So um, there's a lot for, for Rude also to work on this week going into this game. But everybody knows that this is crunch now. You know, this is us making get the two points to get to get in this top spot. Um, so you, you'll be looking at a real big performance by Clan Earn. There's sort of an improvement from last weekend. Um you you wanted a bit of, you wanted a game to, to be close because the week before was that you know you had fifteen points to spare against St Peter's so you know that was a, it was a good gauge for us as well against the Greens they showed a wee bit of fight and character against us um so we need to bring that into this weekend against Green Moore because you're guaranteeing that they are going to bring it but I think the players that are missing I think Ross Finn's a massive loss to them um Jason as we said last week again he's their go to man 
Yeah. So that, that's that's going to be big. It's going to be a big ask for Graham Moore to go to Clannard to get something out of it. Yeah. But knowing Graham Moore, they're going to come fight. And, and uh, I'm sure there'll not, be a, there'll not be a whole pile in it. But again, I would be expecting Clannard to, to get over the line, you know. I think we mentioned Flanagan being the league champions. I think Graham Moore were one of the only teams that beat Flanagan in the championship or in the league, sorry, as well. So they're coming in with that confidence as well, knowing that they can beat. Now, both teams were to full strength, I know that, but um, when you already yeah. have one over a team in the year, it, it gives you a bit of confidence, yeah. maybe. And fairly deserved it. Graham Moore totally deserved their win in Graham Moore, you know, with a better team on the night. And in Flanagan, Again, it was a, it was a. I think we ended up winning by a point, and but it was, it was nip and tuck the whole way. Now, for Graham Moore, the problem is losing Ross Finn from. He was playing in both name games. Kiara would have been playing in both name games, um, and Jason and the two O'Neills were probably playing in both name games. So, what they have lost and what we have gained, you know, we had no TK, um, Turbo. So that, that allowed that a wee bit. Uh, but but you're you're right. Graham Moore will still be coming down with confidence saying we will beat them and we should have beat them the second time. So, you know, there won't be a whole pile of fear for Graham Moore coming here. Like, but uh, again, as I say, I would I would still expect Clannard to just have a wee bit too much for them, you know. Yeah, you go along with that. We'll go Clannard. I think eight out of eight. Was seven teams who agreed on there, Mark? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully you're one. Is, is out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be somebody let us down again, as, as yeah, usually yeah, happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all we've, we've now for our preview show. Obviously, we'll be back next week with another review show. We'll be looking at all the senior championship games and all how everything panned out across the four groups. Thanks to Capture Atlantic for coming on board for our official podcast sponsor for the club championship. And we we'll look forward to coming back on hopefully on Saturday, Sunday or Monday with another review show with another special guest. So Mark, brilliant to hear from you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks, Sean.